Hey, welcome back to the last shot, the last cast for the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the Mighty 790 KFGO FM 94.1, 104.7, the KFGO mobile app, and don't forget KFGO.com. As always, I want to remind you that you can email me, OutdoorsLive at gmail.com. You can text Outdoors to 35270. I may not get it immediately, but I will get it and I will respond. Uh, still to come on the weekend edition of Outdoors Live, we're going to get you a Central Dakota Outdoors report with Pat Stockdale. We're also going to get you a podcast. Extra with Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. Uh, you listen to Gone Outdoors at 11 o'clock on Saturday mornings, but not everybody can listen at 11 o'clock. Not everybody can catch the podcast. So appreciate being able to bring you a podcast extra from Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. But first, Pat Stockton is an award-winning outdoors communicator. She connects with hunters, anglers, bait shops, motels, resorts to give us a better idea of what people are finding or not finding outdoors. Pat Stockdale, take it away. Thanks, Doug. Checking elsewhere around North Dakota, on Devil's Lake, that early ice over perch bite that normally occurs around Thanksgiving or early December, well, it's kicking in on Creel Bay. Never mind that it took a tell anglers almost ring in a new year, but that's what happens when it's been such a mild fall and winter. Once we got past Halloween, that is. But back to fishing. Yes, the back end of Creel Bay is producing some nice perch, and it's much welcomed among anglers. Folks still want to be very cautious anywhere on the ice, though. Anglers are walking on, and they're catching good numbers of nice-sized perch for their efforts, though. Weather over the Christmas holidays took a toll on checking out a lot of other area lakes, so there aren't reports from Jamestown Reservoir or Lake Ashtabula this week. Anglers are on some small area lakes around the state, but they're again, they're doing it with caution because of those lingering marginal ice conditions. Out west, the Missouri River tail race remains okay for walleye from both boat and shore. Try a variety of presentations, although weather can change access and success quickly on the river. Look for some walleye activity from the wing walls as well. The east end of Lake Sakakawea is quiet, which is a good thing because ice in the bays is poor at best, and the main lake is wide open with water. The upper end of Sakakawea is the only place where anglers are venturing onto the ice in places like Tobacco Garden on the south shore or Long Creek to Red Mike's on the north shore. But, like everywhere, testing ice depth and caution is an absolute must on Lake Sakakawea. It's also important on Lake Audubon, where there's still activity on the east side, although not as consistent for walleye. Try 10 to 15 feet around the old church and Velva Point on the east side. There's also activity in Nelson Bay. But use extreme caution there again with varying ice steps. And finally, hunting season's winding down on January 7th for pheasants, grouse, partridge, fall turkey license holders, and archery deer hunters. With this winter's cooperative weather, hopefully hunters took advantage of the ample days of nice warm temperatures to enjoy the North Dakota outdoor experience. Be careful in areas with lingering ice and watch and be sure to watch to make sure that that favorite four-legged hunting companion doesn't get his pads and toes cut up and injured on those sharp ice. So one final note, that is the last that's the last report that we're going to get from Pat Stockdell. And, and, and don't worry uh, from everything that I know. It's, it's not a health issue. It's, uh, 
it's a point in time where Pat Stockdale has provided so much for so many for so long. Um, it, it's never going to happen again. And I, I remember reading her Dakota Recreation reports and the Minot Daily News and newspapers all across North Dakota, Bismarck Tribune, Jamestown Sun, and it, it, was, it was appointment reading for me. I just waited for it. And, you know, things change. The, you know, the newspapers, they're not like they used to be if they actually are anymore. A lot of newspapers are, are completely gone. But uh, a sincere thanks for Pat Stockdale. I, I can't tell you enough to, to search her out. Her work in Dakota Country Magazine, you, you see her in Pheasants Forever, Bugle, um, just, just everywhere. And I'm thankful that she's going to continue with that. But for us, that does, that does wrap up the, well, wraps up the weekend edition of Outdoors Live, but it also wraps up the the end of an era. So, uh, from the bottom of my heart, for all the listeners, for you know, on behalf of all the listeners, I, I thank Pat Stockdale for the continued, the continued uh, Central Dakota Outdoors report, and and all the best in the future. Now, the last cast, the last shot. It's Scotty Brewer, Kyle Agri from Brewer and Agri Gone Outdoors. It's our podcast extra. Uh, on this segment, we're going to chat with Tanner Cherney, Devil's Lake Tourism. If you know much about Devil's Lake, you've probably heard about Tanner Cherney. You've seen some of his articles. You've heard his voice because he spends a lot of time promoting that great outdoor area up there. How are you doing, Tanner? I'm doing well. How are you guys? We're doing very well. As we were just talking here off air, uh, between the three of us who probably our listeners might be surprised the three of us have not been on the ice yet because we've been so busy out promoting ice fishing. We haven't had that time yet, but uh, our time will yeah. come. Don't worry, Tanner, we'll get on the ice here soon. <laughs> um, but, so speaking of ice, we want to get you on a lot of, a lot of guys in our neck of the woods in Southern North Dakota, in Minnesota, in South Dakota, want to get up to devil's Lake they want to get out on the ice. Can they do that right now? Can they get up there and get out on the ice by foot, by four-wheeler, some way? Yes, there is some opportunities to get out and wet a line and get the track set up. You know, we're still a little ways out from having the full green light on the, the, the main lake itself and running around with ATVs and four-wheelers. But for those, you know, willing to do the proper protocols and get on the early ice with the buddy and you know, the, the beautiful thing about Devil's Lake, having so many shallow back bays and northern feeder lakes that are connected to it, uh, just because the main lake and some of the main bays itself don't have fishable safe ice yet, there are some of those other areas where you can definitely get out and foot and, and get out and let a line now that we're uh, kind of really getting antsy for the ice fishing season if you can. And, you know, you, you talk about shallow back bays. You know, in Minnesota, in our neck of the woods, a shallow back bay means you're probably targeting sunfish or some perch or something like that not jumbo perch like you guys have but you know just small perch just something small but devil's lake's a whole different animal right now if you get into those shallow bays i'm pretty sure there's some nice walleyes hanging out there is you know that's the beautiful the, the crazy thing about devil's lake whether you're out in 35 feet on structure you're up in the shallow weed lines um yeah with the way our fall walleye fishing and the summer walleye fishing was uh, it was probably you talked to anyone in the in the guiding world they said it was probably one of the best years in 20 years and that's only going to make that ice fishing season here that much better and you get into that shallow water right now and we're talking 
some areas it could be as shallow as five, six feet if you're up on like Lake Irvin. And yeah, you're going to find a fantastic walleye bite uh, as we get into just the first few months of winter. So I know there's uh, a lot of folks who are experienced on the ice and, and going out with a spud bar, going out with a float suit, checking their own ice. You know, they're confident in doing that. But for those that are maybe a little bit hesitant, are the guides up there on Devil's Lake getting ready to take people out? Do we have long to wait for those types of services to be available? You know, we're probably just a few days, if not a week away from that. Um, you know, a few of the guide services started to book stuff beginning of December, but they pushed them back a week or so just to, to get us a little bit past that first little hump. And yeah, if you're not as confident and maybe a little bit more weary, as we always say, no ice is safe ice. Um, there's a lot of guide services up in the area that have the proper equipment, whether it's the four wheelers and side by sides that can get you out there. But I would say we're about a good week to be in the green light for all that stuff to be a full send and get ready for ready for the full season. So Tanner, if people are heading up there and they want to get out on one of these back bays and you know, these little bays that have been frozen for quite some time and they want to head out on the water, they don't necessarily necessarily, have to look for an access do they i mean there's a lot of spots where they can get on that water there is and you know especially when it comes to walleye fishing this time of year you don't need to be going a half mile or a mile across the ice a lot of these spots you can just you know park your vehicle right on the side of the road and drag your sled down or maybe you're dragging just going to fish on a bucket but you might be i mean the crazy thing about some of these spots you don't have to be more than maybe 15 20 yards off the the road itself and you're going to be in a really good walleye spot and you not only walleyes, but you're going to find pike and perch in there mixed in as well this time of year. You know, and I think one of the beautiful things of this, I call it early ice, although we're kind of past the early ice stage, but really we're not. Um, there haven't been a lot of people necessarily out there yet, and those fish are active, and, and they're hungry. So once you get out there and you can find them, and I think with Devil's Lake, it's, a little again, a little different than some of the Minnesota lakes where there's times where you can get fish all day long. It's not just a morning bite or an evening bite. Uh, you can catch fish all day. And this is a great time to get up there and get out there and just whack a bunch of nice fish. Obviously, we want you to let the bigger ones go, and you'll probably catch some bigger ones. Uh, ideally, you'll let them go and keep a nice limit for the fry pan and then uh, have a good time at the restaurant and, and the hotel that night and then go out and get some more the next day. Absolutely. And you know, the cool thing that I'm really looking forward to seeing this winter when you're talking about, you know, just some bigger fish too, with everything being so hungry right now is we all remember the National Wally Tour back in uh, September and the weights that came out of here. I'm excited to see if we can't find some of those fish through the ice because we all know what it's like pulling one of those in on a little 27 inch lightweight rod. Uh, you better hold on and it could be a, an amazing fight. Well, an amazing fight if it's a walleye, but also I know you guys have some pretty incredible pike fishing up there, and this is a great time of the year to be focusing in on on those pike as well, especially in the shallow areas, getting out there and either setting tip-ups or jigging with a spoon, that type of thing. Uh, Have you heard much about the pike? Are are they going? Are are people targeting them? There's a few that I've heard that have been out, and then they've actually been on a pretty good pike bite, again, up in those weeds in the shallow. And the cool thing, I mean, for those that aren't familiar with the North Dakota laws, being able to allow um, four lines during the ice fishing season, what better opportunity to take advantage of that than let's just say having a jigging rod in your house and maybe a dead stick for the walleyes and then place a couple tip-ups out a little bit further, maybe up in shallower coastal areas weeds. And not only can you take advantage of the walleye, but when those windows come at sunrise and sunset, but yeah, 
chasing flags for big pike. Uh, I tell you what, it, it makes everyone, I don't care how old you are, but when you see that flag go off, you're just like a little kid again running across the ice to see what's going to be at the end of that line. It is so much fun catching big pike through the ice, whether it's on a tip-up or on your rod and reel, if you're using like an iFish Pro or something like that. Uh, there's a lot of great options. Uh, it's not going to be long before the guys are going to be out there in the main basin chasing those perch around. That's what Devil's Lake is known for. Do you think it's going to be, our, what are the reports like? Do you think it's going to be a good winter for the big perch? How's the population? I think it's going to be a really good winter. You know, last winter, we're coming off a really good winter from last winter. Um, it seemed like everyone was catching not only like numbers of fish, but good quality fish for the perch department. Um, and then in the summer, actually, there was quite a few guys, you know, we don't really have a really steady perch bite throughout the summer on Devil's Lake, but this past summer, a lot of guys are stumbling into them. So everything with the, you know, state game and fish nettings numbers and all that looks to be like, it's going to be another great winter. And, you know, they're a cyclical fish with their life cycle. And I think we're kind of in that upward swing of them right now. So it's one of those where if you're planning a trip to Devil's Lake, you know, if you didn't come last year, this year, for sure, I think we're going to have another great year of uh, that 12-inch um, year class of perch. And if you need any information, if you're going to head up that way, make sure you go to Devil's Lake Tourism on the Internet, and they can help you out with everything you need. Tanner, thank you very much for a Devil's Lake report. Hey, thank you guys for having me on. Well, there you go. The last shot, the last cast for the weekend edition of Outdoors Live. I appreciate Scotty Brewer, Kyle Agri, Pat Stockdale, the Central Coast Outdoors Report. Don't forget, podcast available at kfjoe.com, also outdoors news, blogs uh, at kfjoe.com on the Outdoors Live blog page. You can email me, outdoorslive at gmail.com. This has been the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the mighty 790 KFGO, FM 94.1, 104.7, kfjoe.com, the KFGO mobile app. Until next time, I'm Doug Lear reminding you, as always, keep your lines tight and your powder dry. Have a great one out there.